0: Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate of Mary, a well-beloved spouse, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is September, Jessica, Sunday. It's the pre-Lenten period. That's why the color was violet to reflect this liturgical season. And in our first reading from 1 Corinthians, St. Paul, speaks of how we're all running in this race, how runners in the Olympic races run to receive a crown that fades, but we, an imperishable crown, therefore we should run with a purpose um, to attain that glorious crown of the kingdom. One of the ways we do this is to live out the teaching of Jesus Christ. He came to reveal to us the truth about God, about how to lead good lives in order to get to heaven, and that truth of Christ must be relevant to our lives. And Jesus desires something more of us, not just that we be concerned sort of about ourselves, so we have the light of the truth of His saving message and the guidance of the church. She founded, but also that we bring that light and truth to the secular culture, which in many ways is in darkness and needs desperately to be enlightened. And this is why I'm going to speak on current events in our community. I'm sure most, it, not all, of you have read or heard that. The Kenosha Unified School District withdrew its appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court regarding the case of a confused former high school girl who claims she is a boy, although I hear now she's wavering she may go back to claiming she's a girl. Friends of hers are telling this uh, to the priests at St. Peter's, okay? Um, but she sued the school district because she demanded to use the male bathrooms, and when refused, the school district uh, was accused of discrimination. <clears throat> and the school district's reason we're not going forward to the U.S. Supreme Court on this case is because supposedly the cost was prohibitive. Well, Father McDermott and I read this story about a week and a half ago. We were troubled and angered. First of all, because the school district caved into this and is paying, out of our tax money, $800,000 to settle this case. And even more worrisome, though, is that this will set a bad precedent, a terrible precedent, for the future. Before I speak to what the future holds, I wish to say a few words about the case itself, which was really an outrageous travesty of justice. This girl claiming to be a boy appealed her case to the federal district court, which sided with her ruling that all the other students in the school had to bend to her wishes and let her use the male bathrooms. And the school district appealed to the Seventh Circuit, the Court of Appeals in Chicago, federal court, which affirmed the district court decision. First, the fact that federal judges were allowed to hear and decide this case is really a problem. Why federal judges? This was a local matter. Well, because the plaintiff, this girl, claimed the school district was violating Title IX of the Education Amendments Act of 1972, as the people in 1972 imagined this being applied, okay? And the 14th Amendment equal protection clause by refusing to permit this girl to use boys' bathrooms. Our founders never intended the 14th Amendment to be applied this way. The judges at both levels reached into their magic hats, and voila, established by judicial fiat, a new right that they claimed was violated. So in essence, now a boy can claim he's a girl, a girl can claim she's a boy, and they have the right to use opposite sex bathrooms and locker rooms, and everyone has to kowtow to them, regardless of whether other students find this offensive. And this, my friends, is not ordered liberty, guided by reason under our Constitution. It's quite frankly insanity. A person is out of touch with reality if he or she thinks he or she is a member of the opposite sex. A person who is confused about his or her sexual identity is almost always struggling with some deep hurt or some psychological scar, that person needs compassion and counseling, not to be reaffirmed in their, their claim to be someone of the opposite sex. In truth, there is no such thing as a transgender person, which is nothing but a creation of someone's mind. A persons are either male or female. This is not only a matter of faith, it's a biological fact and it is most reasonable to discriminate between boys and girls when using bathrooms and showers. This protects modesty of our students, it promotes sound morality. Everyone in our society realized this until just recently. And just as the U.S. Supreme Court a couple of years ago brazenly took it upon itself to redefine marriage to include two people of the same sex, so now, Federal judges are trying to force people to accept this mental fiction of people transitioning from one gender to another just because they say that they are this way. As I said, this is not word liberty, this is judicial tyranny. I think we have to examine the fact that unelected judges can impose their perverted views on us under the guise of law. The founders never intended this. We have to really change this. And the ruling of these judges is not the rule of law. The rule of law is the the rule of right reason. Think about this, no elected representatives ever passed a law to allow this nonsense. Because if they did, they, they know that they would be voted out of office at the next election. Rather, these judicial decisions are nothing more than the exercise of will, Raw judicial power handed down by people who obviously are ignorant, not only of human nature, but what common decency and modesty requires of high school students. These judges are ideologues. They're dangerous ideologues. How dare they order our schools to mandate that boys and girls be allowed to go into opposite sex bathrooms. These judges need to be stripped of their black robes, kicked in the rear end, and told to get packing. And I speak as an attorney saying that. And what is the fallout of these decisions? Well, this is really what motivated me to speak on this today, because as the Kenosha News gleefully reported last Monday on its front page, and I quote: in the wake of the settlement of this case, a local teachers' union is calling on Kenosha Unified School Board to establish a policy on gender identity to help foster inclusive classroom environments. This is dangerous. I continue to quote, the union wants the board to encourage training, such as that offered by a Madison-based agency advocating for LGBTQ youth, they'll probably add more letters as they go along, I cannot follow the one, even now, what all this means, but this training includes creating and supporting gay-straight alliances on campus, as if our students need to be affirmed in this nonsense, creating safe zones where anti-LGBTQ language and behaviors are addressed. In other words, if a student voices opposition they have someone of the opposite sex walking into their bathroom, they're going to have to go to counseling as if they're the ones with the problem. And this is clear from another training element mentioned in the paper approving and implementing comprehensive protections and procedures. And finally, incorporating inclusive curriculum and Resources in classrooms. So they want to brainwash our students, our teachers, to accept and get on board with this perverted agenda. Their solution is not to help those confused about their sexuality and identity, but rather require that everyone else who is normal okay, undergo re education as if they were the problem. And the paper went on to say, and I quote, a workshop on March 7th will explore day-to-day practices that offer ways to build gender-inclusive classrooms in schools. The Kenosha article says, unified administration officials said they would be working with the board on its next steps along with possible community input. Well, my friends, we must respond with a resounding no to this insidious agenda because it is intended to corrupt the minds of our students and teachers through social engineering under the guise of education. This is evil. The people pushing this agenda, which is right out of a playbook of hell, are very committed and they must be opposed. We must let our voices be heard, demand that no such program be implemented. Contact the school board, contact KUSD, unified school district, okay, and make clear that we oppose this, and if they go forward with this, we will withdraw our students from the schools, the public schools, okay? and we can make good on our threat because we have an alternative to this madness. We have Catholic schools where students learn not only reading, writing, and arithmetic, but they learn about Christ. They're formed in the whole person, body, mind, and body soul, and they're formed in virtue in order to follow better Jesus Christ, our Savior. This week is Catholic Schools Week, please support our Catholic Schools. Pray that they may bring the light and truth of Christ to the students under their care so that our students, in turn, having been formed by Christ, may bring his light and truth to the world.